Welcome back, man. We got another episode of Only Bands Podcast. We here. We back. But it's like, like it's visual now. It's visual. It's visual. You see, like, you see where we at? Like, I feel like DJ Khaled. Like, I got a, you know what I'm saying? Like, another one. Like, another one. Where, so, where we at, though? We at Deadstock DMV. Official sponsor of the Only Bands Podcast. You heard it say it on Spaces. You heard it say it on the podcast. But, like, it's visual now. So, it's like, it's real. Like we we here. This we is here. him. He's not a myth. It's not Brandon. A it's Brandon. It's it's Brandon. It's the sponsor. It's the sponsor. I'm the guy behind the guys. You know what I'm saying? Deadstock DMV. You know what I'm saying? None of this wouldn't be possible without Deadstock DMV. You know what I'm saying? Great sponsor. You need a sponsor. You need to come talk to him. Everything paid for, everything good, everything valid. It's yeah. all there. Appreciate that, fellas. You know, just like I say, a guy trying to build the community up, trying to network with the right people. And T's and Kells, they're doing amazing things. And it was only right that we put the the entertainment with the education because they feeding y'all great knowledge, but now you could look good, you know, while you while you making money, you know, make money and then spend the money back with us. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's good. This guy's good. This guy's bring good. the money back. Yeah, yeah. But man, we're gonna get like right into the questions. Like everybody, of course, see the sneakers and stuff behind us. Everybody at one point in time, I was like a sneaker collector. You know what I'm saying? Like, sneaker game popped off. I feel like, especially the DMV, crazy. So, like, what made you want to take this? Like, I would call this, like, a high-end store. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So, like, what what made you want to take this and, and run with that? Um, So, Deadstock was created all from a dream and a passion from an early age. You know, play sports. You know, I heard T's, he had some... Some basketball history. We all know. got hoop dreams. You, know, Kel, you got some hoop dreams. Man, I played hoop. I, I went further than everybody. He went to college. Hey, I he went to college. college <laughs> he, he played that play. He played yeah. college ball. I seen a picture. I didn't know if that was like a throw throwback or. Oh, the one. Oh, that was from high school. But yeah, I actually okay. did. Yeah, I played in college at a branch campus, D3. But I still was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. I, I let the hoop dreams go 10th grade. Everybody was six foot two by then or whatever. I was like, yeah, it's a wrap. It's over. <laughs> But uh, so just working with my coaches, they were saying that if you do something that you love, it never feels like work. Um, so at a young age, I wanted to find something that I love to do, but I also can make money doing and that was sustainable. Um, one thing that you always need is shoes and clothes. Um, it's actually illegal not to wear clothes sometimes. So, <laughs> so you got to get it from somewhere. Uh, we just want to be a place you get it from. And that's why we go so hard with um, our networking and our community give back because say we just want to give people a reason to shop with us because you can spend your money a lot of places but you know you got to choose where you want to want you to choose us where where you started at did it start out the trunk would you start in the basement like you was in mom's crib like uh so i started selling shoes or trading shoes in um high school you know when i was able to get like some good shoes that would work something um, I made it a business in college. Um, I was about four years in Morgan State, and I was just, just one day I was like, man, at this point in my life, I should have already graduated or I should start my business. Um, so I was working three jobs, um, raising two of my kids at that time, and um, just put it together. It was like, all I need is a space. I just broke it down real simple. I said, I need a space, a chair, a TV. In a wall for shoes you know maybe an office just to be a little professional and uh, we had an office suite very small office suite in baltimore like very very small all we had 
the couch on the wall and TV. And uh, just started right there, just building a brand. Because my thing is, you can sell shoes from anywhere. But to be sustainable, you need a brand. So my thing was just building a brand, building the awareness, and just trying to grow from there. I guess, like, how important is that, like you said, building a brand? Uh, I remember we came, even we sent, like, you know what I'm saying, the little the contract over. He was like, yo, it's dead stock, yeah. DMV. The whole thing. Yeah, say not, not just dead stock. Yeah, like a pimp ain't slip back. You got to say, say the, the whole thing. So, like, how important is that name to you? And I guess, like, what does that mean? Where was you at when you created that? Like, where did that come from? Like. Um, so the name name is very important because now dead stock is a sneakerhead uh, terminology for brand new. Um, just and from clothes is from items that haven't been used, old inventory stock. Um, so dead stock just worked because you know it's in the sneaker community. DMV, DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Um, so just put it together like that. And now there's a few different dead stocks out there a few so, different oh oh oh, oh, oh. You, you was first i was first you know what i'm saying he sound like he like i'm saying so, like letting it go a little yeah, bit yeah, there yeah. like i'm gonna have to pull the wealth on them you know it is what it is at the end of the day um when you build something that's organic people are going to support you um so that's that's just why when people say dead stock want to let them know it's, it's dead stock dmv um it's it's us, you know, it's not them. So just, you know, keep it, keep it correct. But you guys were very professional with the contract. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't yeah. want it to be like, oh, you know what? That's not me. That's right, me. right, right, like, right, right. Paperwork is right. You know, yeah. they bring the audit team and we got to be, you know, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't know, we're in like Springfield Mall. You know what I'm saying? In Virginia. And that's the official dead stock. That's the official. All the other ones. They, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They janky, a little janky. Not affiliated. Yep, not it affiliated. Simple. But was this like the first location? Because, like, we looking at the location, it's like, like I said, it's uh, high end. Yeah, we getting money in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, this is, we have to go, go through the list. Um, so, I started in Baltimore, then we went to St. Charles Mall. Um, well, no, let's rewind it. After Baltimore, I worked with a clothing company named Core. Um, Baltimore was cool. Shout, shout out, to, yeah, yeah, shout out to them, yeah, 100%. Um, so Baltimore was two years, not from Baltimore, so it started to fizzle out just a little bit, was getting a lot of support back home. So I was like, you know what, um, let's take it back home. One of my friends was modeling with Core. He was like, uh, we should put the shoes and the clothes together. I thought I was doing too good. I was like, nah, I'm good. A little time went by. It's like, you know what? I think that's a good idea. So hit them up. We did business together for about two years. It was great. Uh, was growing the brand. But for anybody that works with somebody else, you know, if your name isn't on it, you're not going to get the full benefits of it. Um, mm. So I just felt like the business was being hindered growth-wise. So it was time to step back out. So we opened a store in uh, St. Charles Mall in Waldorf, Maryland. Was out there for two years and got a little bit slow. Um, when you do good business, you're always able to continue to do good business. So time do good business. That's an important. Do good that's business. like an important like segue we could go to. Like do good business, do especially good in the business. sneaker community, because you know people be selling selling a lot of fakes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying a lot of good quality the fakes, fakes are good too. now. Yeah, the fakes yeah, is good yeah, now. Yeah, 
Like, you know what I'm saying? So do good business. Important. Sorry, cut no, you no, off. Yeah, yeah. Got to do good business in the uh, sneaker business. To make a long story short, uh, he hit us back up because he was opening the store in the harbor. Shoes look good with clothes. So we put it back together, did it with him, uh, did, him with him, did it with him at the harbor for about six months. Unfortunately, he passed away. Um, and then after that, we had went to Atlanta, Silver Springs, and Pentagon City with another clothing brand that was working with us. Um, that was cool, but once again, hindered of growth. And we was like, you know what? Time to do our own thing again. And now we in Springfield. Because we were looking at three different stores. We spending a lot of good money, doing a lot of good business. Hey, let's take it somewhere else, put the lights on us. And now we here, man. It's been a good five months. Yo, so you just like an entrepreneur, like you ain't working like uh, clocking into the government job. That's like the thing in the DMV. Um, you ever feel pressure? Like if you ain't selling shoes, like how you eating? So it is definitely um, difficult being a full-time entrepreneur. Like you say, if I don't work, I don't eat. And um, some people- and You don't eat. Kids, kids don't, don't eat. eat. <laughs> you don't know. I got a basketball team from a point guard to a center. It's five of us, all right? And center recruiters. Yeah, you know, <laughs> my wife, we the coaching assistant, so it's seven of us. We got a van everywhere we go. Um, but yeah, so being an entrepreneur is definitely stressful, but um, you know, you benefit off of what you do. I was in college one day working these jobs and it hit me. It was like, no matter how much I work, no matter how many hours I put in, no matter how many bonuses I knock out, no matter how many projects I win, I'm gonna be capped out at a certain point, but my boss gonna keep me. Cracking the whip, pause, um, and, <laughs> and, and you know, making us work harder so he can make more money. At that point, I said, nah, I got to be the one creating the brand so that I can get the revenue, um, unlimited revenue. You know what I mean? So. At the time, I mean, that's a good thing to think, but now that you like in it, you kind of like, you like, I feel like you, you seem like, I mean, you treat us good, you you know, as our sponsor. So I feel like you the type like, boom, let me get some back to the employees. Let me get, let me do this. Like you, are you pouring the money back into the business? Which it looks like, you know what I'm saying? So like, how's that balance as an entrepreneur? Like you realizing like, yeah, I work for myself, but I really, I still got a boss, which is the store. Like, you know store, what I'm saying? the customers. Yeah. I still got to kind of like, now you Clock got like in. a thousand bosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. Um, same thing TJ said that one time about the Discord. It's like he quit his job, but now he has all these other bosses in the Discord because if he's not making sure they happy and they eating, the Discord is not going to work out. Um, so same thing with the business. Like entrepreneurs have to know at a certain point you got to pay yourself, but. At the beginning, the business has to eat. You know, your employees have to eat because that's gonna give you the long term. You know, if you if you eat all the all the food, you're gonna starve. You know what I mean? But if you let everybody continue to eat, continue to cook up, you're gonna always have something to go back to to get some food. So make sure everybody happy, everybody eating, so the business sustains. And you know, down it's, it's all about longevity. Five years down the yeah. road, that's when you collect that back. Because when you started out, I mean, I, I seem like probably because you got you know employees and stuff now. Like especially when you start out, you like you you HR, you marketing, yeah, you everything. You you, 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 you the hats. CFO, you the CEO. You know what I'm saying? You gotta wear all these hats, like, and you gotta be a father. 
So like, how was like, what was that balance? Did you find that like the happy medium to be like, all right, boom, when I come home, dad's hat on. But like, you know what I'm saying like, what's what's the balance like with that? We're running like a, a sneaker store because I feel like people probably hit you up all times of the day, like. 10 o'clock, yo, I need, I need these. That. Yeah, I yeah. need these. And these, you like, these joints release. Yeah. Got them. Yeah, yeah. I need them. And you trying to be a dad right now. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, what's what's that like? Like, wifey get mad? Shout out to the team. You know, we got three of the kids here. Shout out to the team. Shout out to the wife. It takes a village. You know what I mean? Um, honestly, it took the wife a minute to understand that the business is 24-7. You know, I don't clock in and clock out. has to keep going because, yeah, I'm doing marketing. I'm doing um, HR and we doing retention, you know, customer retention. If they all in the DM talking crazy, you gotta gotta make them make them happy. Um, so the balance comes from my family giving me the flexibility to be able to put time into the business, and then just trying to carve out time for them where I gotta put the phone down. Like when I first started, I always was on my phone, and um, now I'll, I'm on the lap. But I'll put it down, put it to the side, and at least when I come home, try and give an hour or two to the fam. Then when they go to sleep, I try to put it, some hours in for the work. But now we got a new baby, so I'll be trying to go to sleep when he go to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, just, just try and keep it balanced. Um, but it takes them. They, they allow me the flexibility to put in the time um, for the business because I think they, they've seen it. My, my oldest, she's been with me since the jump of the business. What um, old is that? They hear it. She she back there on her phone. You know. Oh, all right, yeah. She get they getting grown. She thirteen. You can't pull them away from the iPhone and the on on, on the the kids called the TikTok. TikTok. On the they TikTok. Call it the TikTok. The TikTok. Talk about, let's talk about these kids in the TikTok. <laughs> all right. I be trying to get them to make me a TikTok, but they want to get paid. They want to get. They want to get. Not the kids. The she seen you. You know what I'm saying? Being Not an entrepreneur, the, she want also too. I, I feel it, but you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, you want to eat? That's a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give but, me some followers, some views, then you get paid. Yeah, yeah. But the, the TikTok big, though, that's uh, the new way everybody getting eyes on their business. The algorithm is brand new. So you got to get into them socials because you big on the gram. Ah, we, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah. we grow on the Twitter. Got to get to the TikTok. Shout out to Only Bands and Crypto and Coffee. Every time we tap in that space, bro, it's at least on the low end 10 to about 50 followers that I, I see. And I follow back because, hey. You got to. Yeah. You got, got to, to. Show the love. Because that's the community right there. Question. Um, so, I'm going to take it back to when you was working a 9 to 5. Um. Did you have like a nest egg where you was like, okay, I got enough bread? Or did you just jump out the window and you was like, I quit, I'm gone, I'm, I'm gonna go all question. in? Because if you listen to the pod, like we talked about the, uh, what we call them, the golden hand Golden handcuffs. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that, right? Uh, we had a guy in the space the other day who just quit his job and then it was something he, he enhanced. Uh, body parts oh, <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> with, with the coin that he invests in uh but yeah so i i was working like i say two three jobs always tired playing sports too and um i had got my refund check from from the, from the government taxes had about ten thousand i was like you know what this is a nice it's a nice check that's, that's where having kids nice pays check. off when that sack when that, 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 that one thing 
Nah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, hate, uh, <laughs> I go to college, but I heard when you get the refund check, you booming. Nah, That's hey, I, I got one at college. You know what I'm saying? First year it had Sally May, whatever. It was like four bands. Like initially, like the smart person in me, I was like, maybe I should just give it back to them to start paying on the loan. But the realistic view, oh yeah, we're lit. We lit. <laughs> we lit. Do yeah. say we lit. <laughs> yeah. You get that college refund check, you up. Yeah, you know I mean, you even gonna buy some books. You gonna buy some clothes, some shoes. Uh, we pay some rents, but uh, yeah. So got got that little check from the jobs I was working. Um, that government they don't pay that much to kids. Now this pandemic, they've been dropping sixteen in my account every now and then. So they definitely been paying off the kids. Right? Taxes though, if you're not if you're an entrepreneur, it's like. And I feel like your kids smart, so they that's why they probably like, nah, you need to pay me for this TikTok. Yeah. Big money eating out last night, and they talking about come to the mall. Can we get some more food? Wait a minute. Go to the grocery store. Go to the grocery store. Go to the grocery store. So you took the 10K and then that's. Took the 10K, um, started the business. Um, but then I ran that for about six months. I was like, the business need more time. So I quit my job. I only had one job at that time. Um, quit the one job I had left that was cool. About another six months down the line, I was like, I think I need that job back. And try to get it back. They didn't take me back. And that was my motivation to keep going. It was like, you know what? I, I really don't need that job. Like, I just got to put in more work. So, you know what I'm saying? You putting in that work, you know what I'm saying? Left the nine to five life. Like, what's like on the wifey side? Like, she got the nine to five, like, and she like the one like, yo, they like, I'm a hold this. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. it's it's nice but to it, have that it check. Be some dry months sometimes. Yeah, it's nice to have like that state. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, I tell you one thing, right? Anybody that wants to be successful or at least successful entrepreneur, have that support system. Yeah, you know I mean, like my wife really is the backbone of the family. And she has, I, I tell my, my kids see the cash that I have and they think I got money. Like, no, mom has the, <laughs> so she's the security. If, if anything ever goes bad on my end, she always has it. And that allows me to be a better entrepreneur and take more risks because she like, yo, babe, I got it. Yeah. She like, and she really be holding it down. Like she really got me. Like, and that's the thing. Like when you have, you're going to take a transition to love. When you have that other person, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you good. And it's like, it's, it's, it's an investment. People worry about the money they spend on their significant other, but it's really an investment for the long term. You know what I mean? Like, imagine putting that money in like those and it pop off. That's like your marriage right there. Got you, got you. That's so important because you mess with the wrong partner. It could be a terrible investment. You end yeah. up down bad. It went down to zero. Never came back. <laughs> you could end up in debt. It's some more stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't think people talk about that. This nah, is they don't. Like, they yo, don't. When you come to the table, like, yo, like, if you about to get serious, serious, like, yo, what's, what's that debt looking yeah, like? What's that, you know what I'm saying? Debt grand for college. How much you make? <laughs> 30, 35? <laughs> We're going to be in debt for a few years. It's all love, yeah. I guess. For the love? Nah, it's... What they say, what that's all, what's love got to do with it? It ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> Most people are in their marriage for financial reasons. I'm just saying, that's facts. Physical reasons, you know what I'm saying? One yeah. of the two. Take care of one or take care of both. Nah, but that's good. She got the nine and five. She holding it down. 
you get to be a wild entrepreneur so what i mean we, what's the like right now i guess it's like because in my head it's like i see all this when i see i see i see all this y'all see all this like as a I guess it's like a, I mean, I guess it's a sneaker, you know, connoisseur or whatever. What's like the shoes and releases that you look at now? Or do you see the, cult? you know how the culture just changed and everybody just became a sneakerhead? Like, did that like drive business up? Was it crazy? You know, and then we, we had to go to releases. You had to bring the year with you just because people was robbing. Yeah, you had to bring the extra shopping bag. So before you leave the store, swap them out. Yeah, I yeah. put it in a Payless bag because I'm yeah. short. I'm like, nah, they ain't about to get me. Yeah, you will get robbed yeah. out here. Target bags. Uh, so the, the games changed. Um, and what year? That's what I asked you. What, what year did you see, like, the shift that everybody just, like, if you could think back. Because you know you're old. A little old, right? You had me dating myself. Y'all old. So <laughs> I graduated in 07, right? So that was around the first the Yeezy drop um that came out in Nordstrom. Um that was cool. It was it was kind of it was quiet. Um then the back then it was more for the love of the game. You know what I mean? That's when they was releasing shoes. Before 07, they was releasing shoes on like Fridays and Thursdays. Yeah. Where like if you if you weren't if you weren't able to skip school or you weren't older, you was more so missing it. Um, they was allowing people to get like five or ten. Then the Galaxy phone posits came out probably around like man, two. I wanted the Galaxy so bad. Yeah. That's, when, that's, that's when phones was exclusive. Yeah, phones, hey, phones used to just be a, a DC Maryland thing. Now it's it's going worldwide. It was going crazy with the phones. I remember that year they came out with the cough drops. Royal Blues and Pewters are in the same month. Bro, I was at this like that was like 225. When I think about it now, yeah. I got all three of them that month. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a month right yeah, now. yeah. I, I was like six, like two that's six hundred or something dollars on shoes. Now I look at my budget now. I'm like, yeah, I yeah, can't, I can't afford no that. kids. Nah, <laughs> nah. It's crazy though, because before that time, phone probably was just sitting for real like you can just grab them you want something to beat up poop in you good yeah at that time it was done so the guys that was like 2010 the galaxy is like tore the tore the game up the game was on fire again um and yeah so now you look at it it's not about the shoe itself anymore it's about the hype that's generated around it so you say about 2015 was all about you know who's wearing what and um the quality know, of the shoe quality, you know what i'm saying stuff like that the the, the number the the limit numbers yeah you know i mean um kind of like see look you've been trading stocks this whole time yeah it really is though because you got stock x you got blue chips yeah when it comes to the jordan brand and yeah. then you got shits this is like whatever i don't care if yeah, they come you out got you some some poop coin exactly but, yeah and, and that's what it is now it's really all about supply demand um exclusivity and who's wearing it you know like now fashion is not even about the brands it's about how you wear it and if you if you have a following behind you or if somebody says something that's cool and it just catch fire on TikTok or whatever that's shoot that's popping um so to make it even simpler than that yeezys dunks and ones are winners all day yeah you know, a lot of jordans sit now um some yeezy sitting now but you know the certain ones you got your foam runners your slides your 700 wave runners those are gold 
So, I, I think running. we answered the question because I was just like, what year did she was like? It changed like 2010. What, what, it, it, what year? It, it, 20, 2010. 2010. Because yeah, like, you got to think about it. The sneaker game, just like the stock market, has its ups and downs. So it, it changed and diverted a few different times. Like between 2010 and 2014, it was real culture heavy. Yeah, you know I mean, that's when Facebook was real big. So it was it was really about the love of the sneaker. It was only like three three big sneaker stores around that time. Um, it was really for the love. After twenty fourteen, it became all about the money. They seen the money in the the uh, the galaxies. They mm. seen the money in the South Beach LeBron. And now it was like you don't have to be a sneaker head. Man, I had the South Beaches. I don't know where they at. They in Germany somewhere. <laughs> Sad about it. Hey, can you tell Bree to open the store? It's 10 o'clock. We got some people coming through. Oh, where'd Shout. she go? Shout out while we tell her oh. to open up. Oh, but speaking, yeah, yeah, we business is open. Business booming business here. Booming. Business booming. Speaking of uh the stocks and whatnot, and like shoes, I didn't realize that um that it actually is like a market. Mm. I wanted the Carolina off-white ones back when they was like, I don't know. I think I seen it for like six hundred, and I was like, "Man, it's too expensive or whatever." But now looking at them, they like twenty two, twenty three hundred dollars shoes or whatever. It's like you could really buy and hold with shoes or like any type of merch that hold if it hold value. I just want to point out how that analogy, how we keep going back to stocks and shoes. I did that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I... <laughs> I did that. I just want to put that out there. All right. Smart guy. But, <laughs> but I ain't know that though. Like everything is a market. I ain't know that until I, really, I was like, God damn. Because StockX really do it kind of like. Yeah, like the stock market. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, yo, they, they, they up 300% yeah. or whatever. So needless to say, um, I would really like the Carolina off white ones for Christmas. <laughs> if anybody's uh, listening. Shit. Uh, <laughs> I had to play that part back a few times in the car. That's a fact. But. We coming up, you know what I'm saying, as usual. You listen to the pod on that, you know what I'm saying, that almost on that 30-minute mark. You know what I'm saying? We take a little brief break. We ain't got to do the break. We on camera. Nah, what? What we, you mean? We just hit the stop and then pick it back up. Oh, I like my little five-minute break. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I like <laughs> I can't use the restroom. <laughs> nah, 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 but. No, this is what we remind you. Come shop at Deadstock BMV. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You see it. You see the shoes. You see I'm dripped out. You yeah. see I got my you bag see I got hoodie. my BBC on. You know like, saying? it wouldn't be possible without, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be Deadstock. possible without Deadstock DMV. You know what I'm saying? Keep it, keep us looking real top notch so we can go out not looking too crazy out here. But, yeah, this is where we plug in the sponsor. And he's here. That's very good. Deadstock DMV, Springfield Town Center, Springfield Mall, Springfield, Virginia. Hit us up on Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, you know, anything. Give us a good Google review. If it's bad, don't even leave it. <laughs> call us. We work something out. Yeah, call, call us. You know, we make it, make it right. Give 50% off maybe. On yeah, the they, they got apps that just delete the bad reviews now. <laughs> we all right. Yeah. Uh, review, uh, fix it. But, hey, we here, buy, sell, and trade. We're going we gonna to talk to these guys about some brands that we should be bringing in here to keep it going. It's all about the community. It's all about networking and growing. So, we'll be back. Yeah. I we back, man. You know what I'm saying? I had to take the break. It was on me. We honestly didn't have to, but, you know, I had to use the restroom. Got a little blood, I'm sure. All that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> But we back. 
we back with the second half where I'm saying in Springfield Mall, Dead Stock DMV, official sponsor of the Only Bears podcast. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't know, now you know. You know what I'm saying? You see where we at. You know what I'm saying? You see how well we're doing here, I guess. Me and TJ. We, <laughs> who, who knew? Who knew? These guys are good. This guy is good. You know what I'm saying? Started out just to refresh your memory if you. Man, well, we took a break. They did. Yeah, they still here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, this guy's here. good, though. That's hey, all I want to know. Before we move on, fellas, um, we appreciate y'all so much, man. Everything y'all do for the community. Everything y'all been doing for Dead Stock since we tapped in. Um, I got two swag bags for y'all. Oh, man. Oh, I was wondering why they were sitting right there. This, like, I'm like, they about to. The camera, y'all. Uh, we got we got Bree and Natasha, two of our best here. This is why you get sponsors, this, so you get free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> start with this bag. Start with this bag. Look, right. he, he just going. He said, "Start with this bag." Wow, well, I don't, See, I don't it, follow it, rules, man. Everybody here. knows I don't listen to Carol yeah. anyway. Yeah, like months. So we got the exclusive right. dead stop for Hypebeast only members shirt, shirt and jacket for both of them. These are only for our VIP customers or, you know, great people that we network with. And yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a club shirt. So everybody oh. don't have these, only these two guys. Yeah, I mean, my God, I started recording here more often. Yeah, <laughs> I love this I, place. I, I love this place. Yeah, I got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he already yeah, knows. Man. He got the, got the bathing stay, stay stay baked out. You know what I'm saying? So, T's, I gave T's a gift before he came too. You know what I'm saying? He he already took his other bait away. I got all the bait. Uh, oh, oh, more bait, more bait, more bait, more. So now they both they both got a nice. Oh, I got the blue one. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't wear yours the same day as me. Ah, right, yeah, bad, yeah, bad, yeah, bad. Yeah. I look better. He got the hoodie. Hey, business is doing know. real good in here. When business you, is booming. You can give away bait. You know you're getting a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks on the only bands guy. We're, we're, only, we're only growing, you know. T's and Kells, hey, you know. Uh, Dead Stock is nothing without only bands these days. We go together, you know what I'm saying? Hey, go it out. Go grill. Um, But we was talking about uh, how the how shoe game changed. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Appreciate thank, it, thank, you brother. Thank, thank you, Dead Stock. Thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, I say the whole thing, Dead Stock DMV. It's Don't gonna, want them to get angry. It's going to be this. a long relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what they say? Long fostering? Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. What they say? But, but we like, was talking about um, that might be the name of the episode. How the game changed with reselling and whatnot. And uh ah, damn, what was that? CNBC? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the game went up. There's millions and billions of dollars uh poured yeah, pour back said into it. Sneakers generated 70 billion last year. Black, yeah, but I'm not gonna read that title. Black, well, actually, we can't black retailers saw a little of it. You in the market, why do you think that is? This is a very, very, very expensive game. You know what I mean? So if you don't have the capital to start with or you don't have the resources to obtain capital, you're not going to be able to, you know, elevate yourself to that level to be considered one of the big dogs. Um, A lot of other cultures, for some reason, they're able to put their resources together a little bit better um, or they're able to tap into, you know, the government resources to be able to sustain them. And uh, black people or minorities, I won't say minorities, they typically don't. Um, so you really don't see a lot of black owned um, sneaker boutiques, um, at least not none of the bigger ones that are getting a lot of the um, 
promotion um, or polarizing images of them. But that's just the biggest thing. It's just it's it's an expensive game. So we got to get more of us in it. We got to connect with each other, and you know we got to start investing in one another. Speak speaking of uh, the expensive side of the game, um, I know bots is a part of the game. You got to pay for bots, and you know if you don't get if you can't get the good shoes, the blue chips, then you can't really be get be big in the resale space, like. Are you paying for bots? Is that some? Is that considered investing in your business? Do the do the OG sneakerheads hate the bots now? Like, do they be like, oh yeah, I ain't curse yet, did I? No, you, we're good. Right. G rated. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So I can get my one in. This one's on Disney. Oh, all right. Oh, I ain't, I ain't gonna do it then. I was, <laughs> did they mess the game up? I wanted to say. Yeah. yeah did they mess yeah. the game up? Yeah. So, so same thing like StockX. Um, it changed the game, right? So, okay. oh, this guy's good. Bots, bots have been around heavily since like 2012, I would say, when I really started hearing about bots. 2012, 2014, people really started getting them bots. Bots were a lot more riskier then because they can't guarantee that you're going to hit. And it's, most of the time, it's not a refund once you pay for that system. Um, but bots now, they're in everything. Anything that sells online, it's usually people using bots to generate it so it sells out quick. Um, OG sneakerheads, we don't love bots just because the passion used to be going out and getting it. That was a part of the experience. Yeah, that was part of the experience. But I got these. I got these. Yeah. Standing in the line, yeah. waking up early, yeah. hitting every location, yeah. hit, hitting we your mans up. Yo, I know you at finish line. I got my mans over here at downtown line. You in this line, I'm in yeah. this line. Like, no, this store opening, coming to this line. But with technology, you got to keep up. No networking, no communicating no more. Like, it used to you used to have to put put together a plan to get 100 shoes. You can respect somebody getting 100 shoes. Not even a plan to get the shoes, but also a plan to get out with the shoes. <laughs> Facts. Like, Facts. you know what I'm saying? Might know the mall security. Yo, let me through the side door. Uh-huh. Like, yo, yeah. Nah, it was definitely an experience. So, but now uh, with the bots, if you have the money, um, if... Bots aren't that easy, too. So um, a lot of us that aren't that computer savvy or a little bit older, being able to have to run a bot, set it up, and program it, it's a little, it's a little hard. So a lot of the younger guys um, or people that are more into that field, they're able to run those bots and be successful. And it's, it's just a part of the game, unfortunately. Um, but thing that Deadstock does, we work close with the community. So you may be somebody that bots 100 shoes, but you're going to sell 50 of them. Weird place where you can sell the other thing. Mm. You know what I mean, and that way I don't have to necessarily do as much legwork, um, as much technical stuff, but we're still able to get the product and provide it to our community. Is there is there a margin you're looking for? Um, because of course you buying the shoes off somebody else, like secondary at that point, but you still have to make money. I guess I don't know what's what's this, what's this, the word after this guy's getting secondary on the third sale. He, he, he knows how to lead a question, i tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's good, good. He's getting good. That guy, he's something. Got to keep this guy. You know? Got to keep him around. Uh, 30% for, for brand new is typically what we look at. Um, you can drop anywhere down to 20% um, depending on the shoe and where you, where you source it from. Because some of these Jordans now, they may be popular, but the market value of it isn't that high. So you're not going to get that much of a return, but you know you can flip it. So 20% is not bad on that note. Um, 
pre-owned shoes, <clears throat> excuse me, pre-owned shoes usually looking at 50% or more. A lot of times we can get a hundred percent return on a pre-owned shoe because it all depends on how you negotiate it down, you know, and then how you clean it up and value it back up. Um, so that's simply what we look for. Are you looking at the shoes when you're doing this resale? Or are you looking at the person and like, you're in a tight spot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll take 50 for it. You, you hood, bro. <laughs> you'll, you'll take whatever I give you. <laughs> yeah, I would. Can y'all put it online real quick? Um, so I will say that some people do take advantage of the community, uh, um, of the customer. I really try not to because, well, I don't. Because my thing is, even when it comes to the price, I want you to be a returning customer. Yeah, you know I mean, everybody here has friends, everybody talks. So if you come at me and I give you a low price or I overcharge you for a shoe, you go talk to T, <clears throat> you was happy, but then as soon as you talk to T, she like, you got got. You're not really gonna like us. You're not really gonna wanna come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So I do it, I do it on the shoe for sure. Now <clears throat> I always ask the customer how much you're looking for though that's the first thing i say how much you're looking for and we try to work that out once you give me an idea what you're looking for i take in consideration if it's used the condition of it and just in general the market of it and i make it make sense to you before we come to an agreement um I, this might be actually i think in my head because he had bought in like you know bringing in the usual so have you thought about adding like a little uh i guess a service to where like you got like the cleaning shoes that's a big market too i know somebody you probably know them too they got a whole they get the pilot business model it's just mm -hmm. nah not just cleaning shoes oh yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 have you thought about like you know what i'm saying finding somebody out there because it's some kid you know us we used to be in there with the toothbrush bleach whatever i needed to get the yeah. shoes clean yeah put the yeah put the socks underneath the toe yeah the iron, iron out the have creases. you thought of, have you yeah, thought i about... used to be in the sneaker business <laughs> yeah. i don't do it no more he's selling the spongebob you gonna get that. <laughs> uh, so yes and no um we used to have a sneaker cleaning service which was five dollars a shoe um but it, it takes manpower um up your prices yeah so we, we we stepped away from the cleaning service because you know it takes time effort all that good stuff um but um i have been talking to nate and we're gonna work out something hopefully we work out something where we get a bunch of pre-owned shoes give it to him for a good price he cleans it up for us we network back and forth yeah, all right that, that makes sense yeah, so that way we still get that service um but we also get some added value by potentially getting more customers yeah because nah they do a great job over there that, oh my god i had them on the pod too hey bro i seen them joints bro i seen shoes like falling apart like yeah. some threes bro put them joints by together like make you want to buy them at retail you do heels too like you fix the the, the the leather coming off your heel or the the fabric you they, those guys that's good. a hustle too people uh ordering pilots and it's nothing but like busted shoes and oh, they bring oh that's them back what you together. yeah oh I, yeah. they bring it back from the dead and now you got profit of like maybe 80 percent or something yeah. like that because like you said you thought them threes was trash they was done we can't get y'all too much game we might we might have to do that you pilot flipping going for you and uh you was doing marshall halls and stuff right you you want to know a true story? I want to know true story. You want to know a true story? Took one picture and that was it. I Look, let me tell you a true story, right? Hey yo, I one thing Brandon gonna do is call us yeah, out. Yeah, he gonna put us on spot. He gonna put us on spot. Yeah. check it out, right? I go, I go to um, where I went Marshalls, 
I picked up them two uh uh two uh covers or whatever. They recently went viral on like Twitter and Instagram, right? My girlfriend, she's like, we had put it on Mercury and a couple other spots. She's like, uh, we it's taking a little while or whatever. Like, we should just chill. And she ends up putting it on the bed to sleep on, right? Soon she do that, we get three offers for like two hundred thirty dollars. We bought them at like one fifty or whatever. And she's like, "Oh, babe, don't be mad, but remember." The Uggs thing, yeah, I already, you know what I'm saying, put them on the bed. So nah, nah, I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. So, and she's like, the offers are going up. I'm like, well, okay, we could sell one, the one that you ain't used. So we made that money or whatever. Okay. But if we would have had two, it'd, it, yeah, it would have well been a nice come up, could have put it back in the business and kept going. But like you said, you know, relationships are investments, and I lost on that investment. <laughs> It, that's funny <laughs> yeah but um we i guess we're about to do something that we kind of rarely do normally if you've been listening to the pod like me and teach always asking the questions asking the questions and he our sponsor you know what i'm saying as good as he is like we sent our questions you know making sure we got the okay he sent us some questions back i was like whoa yeah, I, I ain't. We don't. We don't never let people take control of our podcast. Yeah, yeah. But since you're a sponsor, I guess we could do that. So, that. so we're gonna let him. You know what I'm saying? Kind of shift it a little bit. Go ahead. So you know, T's always transition to the money talk. So we gotta have the money talk. Oh, wow. We talked about the shoes. <laughs> Talk and we talked about that like we're not going to ask him about the money talk he's a sponsor now yeah. he's gonna dig in our pocket yeah, we'll, okay we'll talk about, and i was prepared send too, the man. auditors when i seen the questions they asked me i said oh, we ain't talking about money on my end so we good. You know I, mean? <laughs> we good I was about to pull up the numbers for the last nine years we good though uh so you, <laughs> oh we we just we didn't want to anger our sponsor yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. no we we could do that <laughs> hey may got some questions for me afterwards but um, so, like I say, we are data education and entertainment, as you see. We're the entertainment as well, but we try to bring the education and the value. And one one way we do that is by connecting with the right people. Um, we try to we try to work with experts in the field. And these two guys, entrepreneurship, um, crypto, stocks, all that good stuff. These are the guys. So. <clears throat> oh my god spaces if y'all don't get on twitter spaces crypto and coffee best thing going on 7 30 every morning um it gets a little rowdy and it's, it's always great vibes but sometimes it gets a little rowdy and some people may be scared to ask questions so i'm gonna ask some of the questions all right uh, make it quick so for stocks uh for beginners right this market it's been pretty crazy with covid and you got to reopening plays and you got your COVID plays, right? How would you, um, what would you recommend for a beginner getting into the stock market? You, you, okay, so it, it's been crazy, quote unquote, it's been crazy, but it really hasn't been crazy. And for beginners, the one thing that's always up is SPY setting brand new highs once again on Friday. All it does is go up. Um, I think a lot of people focus on like, I want to catch the next big thing. You should just focus on what's already big. It's easy. Just buy spy, buy index funds, go to sleep, make when he, money. When he say spy, if you listening, if you new first time listening, spy is the ticker. 
You know what I'm saying? You go on Yahoo Finance, download the app, just type in spot, and you're going to see what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically yeah, yeah. top 500 uh, companies in the U.S. economy. So as long as they're doing good and they making money, you making money. So you don't have to know. You don't have to be smart. Just buy spot. QQQ, too. I like Vanguard, too. Vanguard been making me some money. That index fund been making me some money. Yeah, this good shit. guys are Vanguard. Yeah, yeah, Low yeah. fees. Good nah, guys yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So spy. QQQ. What what else we got? So I mean, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back to that because you talking you talking the stock, not the options, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you there's other things you could do with options, but we're gonna, we gonna keep that, that for the advanced intermediate guys. You said beginners, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So we gonna we gonna get on that. Um, so oh, and you gotta say just buy what you use. Also, like everybody oh, buy what cool. you use, what you like. What you know is going to be here. Like, if you've been using it for five years, it might be around for another five to ten years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Nikes, the, you know what I'm saying? Buy stuff like that. Like, investing is not complicated. We yeah, just over, we yeah. overcomplicated. see a lot of Nike in here. Hope you got some Nike stock. I'm telling you. Boy. I should have got Nike when it was down. See? It's, it's going back. It's, see? it's fluctuating. So, I think, and that goes back to my question of buying and holding. Um. Do you feel like the 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 whole time? I know some people say like 10, 20 years, right? Do you feel like the buy and hold strategy still should be that long? Or you think you should buy it at a certain point, see the gains, and then flip it to buy your next move? The thing with, with buying and holding, we always talk about generational wealth is uh, you shouldn't be focused on how much you're going to get. It's really about about giving that Nike stock to your kids and passing that to them. In the process, you could take out loans and do things like buy more disc stock DMVs, but your stocks, your crypto, you're not looking to sell that. You're looking to hand it down, and then your kids will be rich, and they don't have to go to work no more. With, I mean, with the – I look at it like it's better, like, uh, people use, like, I feel like what the wealthy people knew, like, way before us, like, yo, don't leave your money sitting in the bank. So, like, if you look in, the, even if you trying to say, like, people, especially new to investors, they want to make, like I said, like, money right now type stuff. Like, you, yeah, yeah, they see stuff like that or stocks that take off people made. Just get a second job. <laughs> use that for the income just get a second job and that's everything else yeah so like i say that like because like if you think about it when money's sitting in your savings account we said on this podcast all the time it's only like getting you 0.001 percent on your money like you put that joint somewhere in one of our books make the money work for you you know what i'm saying like so you put it somewhere where like spy getting what average seven percent return a year it's up 29 percent this year it's up 29 but this is like just all time seven percent but 29 percent this year if you were to put your money at the beginning of the january you got 29 percent on your money so you'd put five thousand in the spot we ain't you know what I'm saying you could do the math because i ain't I ain't no mathematician but 29 percent like 1700 1700 that's my math guy there you know what i'm saying that's that's a great but if you would have left that sitting in your savings account, they would have gave you five cent for that five grand. And inflation would have took that. And inflation would have took that. We gotta beat inflation. We called out inflation before anybody. Months ago. I just want to put that out there. We called out inflation. Well, yeah, before Jerome before Powell people was, was tweeting it, about uh, it. What he said, transitory. Yeah, he was talking yeah. about uh the price of chicken up like 40%. You could have bought chicken, held it, and sold it and made profit. Crazy. 
It ain't even nuggets <laughs> out there. You could have put it in the freezer. Like you could have went to Costco, got you know what I'm saying, them packs. You know what I'm saying? Put it in the freezer. You could have got Bro. got Rick Ross selling thighs now because it ain't no it ain't no drums. <laughs> it's thigh stop. Ain't no drums. Crazy. Nah. Hey. But go ahead, continue, because it's your podcast. I like Dead Stock Podcast, you know, make sure you follow us, me and Apple, you know. So we're going to go to options, right? Because options is a big thing. I took, I made the mistake of, I had some great early investments, and I just started investing last year, this year. I had some great early pandemic plays, but I was like, my returns are not growing for me enough. I see people making the bag and options. Took my, took, I was, I was all green at that point. Took my options, took my money from my stocks, put in the options. I'm all red now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you took the money out. I took my stock money out. I said he won that fast money. He he seen the pictures. Oh, he made ten bands a day. He made five bands a day. Screenshot got me. Screenshots have got many buying, people. Buying hold is the best investment strategy out there. Apple under like 130. Apple pretty good. And I was what 170? 170. The one yeah. thing I regret, I stole I had Disney when it was hovering around. I remember I was at work. I was hovering around at like that 115. Mm. This I y'all can look up Disney now. Disney going crazy going now. Crazy. The Roku IPO. Not Roku. Um the Roblox IPO for $70. Yep. So that joint. Yep. It's like, mm. Not enough. Yep. <laughs> Not enough returns. So options. Buy and hold, man. The the crazy thing with options, though, a lot of people like, I mean, myself, I day trade, but the best investment strategy would be uh, buy more time. If you can afford to buy three months at a time, six months at a time, the longer uh, your expiration date is on an option, the better chance you have of recouping that money or at least being profitable. So, if you can afford two-year leaps, I ain't gonna say you'll never miss, but that's that's the game Warren Buffett be playing. He do two-year leaps, and Buffett is where Buffett is. We at where we at. That's, you know, it's a little lesson on that. So when it comes to picking options, right? Um, y'all big on charts. Um, do you look more so at? Well, do you pick certain stocks you're looking at? Are you looking at the charts? Are you trading the volatility? Or are you looking at the value? Volume and I, me, I'm what you call a momentum trader. I own the traditional way to trade or what they tell you is buy low, sell high or whatever. Me, I like to buy high and sell higher. I like to catch it. It's booming. It's going to keep on booming. That's why I like to play it. That's, That's what me. I do now, cause like how you said, buy low, sell, sell high. Like that's the traditional, and I used to like try to time it. Timing don't always work. It's best to catch it, like he said, on that breakout. You know what I'm saying? Go with the momentum of the joint. You know what I'm saying? So but that that works better though if you had multiple contracts. I think because I I find myself with my one contract and I just be holding, trying to get my percentage you greedy right? you're so greedy that's that's the theme in the last five minutes you greedy you <laughs> right, you was already you was already <laughs> green holding your stocks got greedy i want to jump in yeah, options uh would you like to explain to people options real quick or you want to see the i mean it's i got it go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. it's a simple bet with leverage that a stock is either going to go up or go down 
That's all it is. You're not buying the stock. You're kind of renting the stock. You know what I mean? But you have the right to sell it or buy it. Yeah, but basically just a bet. People you, like to gamble. You know, yeah, yeah. It's a bet. I mean, yeah, we. I, I might. I'm put a link in there. The the basic. I remember, bro. This crazy thing is, like I said, we just talking about all my how long we've been. You know what I'm saying? Friends, whatever. Like we probably been watching the same YouTube. Like I remember, he was like overseas at the time. He was like, "Yo, Kel, it's, whenever he sent me something, it's like it's a link. It's like we know it's like, oh, it's money here. So like he sent me a link. He said, bro." Look at this. Looked at it. Bro, I was at my old job, made like a thousand dollars in a day. I was like, what job? <laughs> what yeah. I'm a thing. Yeah, yeah, bro. Big so fan. like you know what I'm saying it's been up ever since then. But you know what I'm saying? Just go on YouTube if you want to learn that, like options, trading, beginners. And like he said, it's just simple. You betting on the stock that's gonna go up, or you going bet it's gonna go down. Like, I feel like the shoe game is probably your best stock market. And that's how I appreciate that. I look at that sometimes. So I'll be like, all right, do I want to gamble on this option or do I want to just buy this shoe and then make my profit that way? So sometimes I do that, but I like to sit at home and uh, OG, watch my options. Uh, OG <laughs> once told me, uh, you got to awesome. know what side of the toast that your butter is on. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you, you know? just say? You got to know. Who told you that? Uh, OG, man. You got to know what side. You got to know what side of the toast. That your butter is on. You gotta know where you making your money at. You gotta know where you can eat. Yeah, cause you, cause if you eating the butter down here, you just you just look like a you look a dummy. You don't want that. It's dry yeah. over there. Don't eat the bright side there. Huh? Yeah, you know, this your, the shoes is your butter. I done burn my options. I tell you that my See, portfolio is red. But it's but I'm with these guys. So if I'm and let's say join join the only bands trading group. I tell you one thing. This guy he used to trade a lot. He's making a lot of money. He don't show his trades that often now, but he has some great people in there that do great jobs. And he 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 drops them in there, but he drops real safe plays. You know what I mean? So I you keep wanna, them safe. Yeah. That's a safe guy right there. Yeah, if you want to make money, definitely follow T's plays. But he will have those days where it's like, guys, I'm not trading right now. But then he'll see you a screenshot where you made some money. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like this. I gotta, that's I that's gotta because those the plays like too risky. He don't yeah. want. You know, burn people in the group. I done put my phone down. Tears have made five thousand dollars. <laughs> I was doing some risky things. Hey, hey, you want another one? Yeah. What? You want another OG saying? Yeah. Raccoons love shiny things. I see. You got the gold on. Got the Louis V on. You shining in here. <laughs> I don't want no raccoon, no. <laughs> we gotta make that. Ah. Right, so, so we good on that. Oh, so here's my thing, right? So long term crypto, right? Long term, short term. Uh, we we say that crypto is the future of finances, um, and uh, DeFi. But I heard he wants to get out in three years. You know, he wants to put some plays together where you don't have to trade crypto as often. You feel the same way? Ever? Or uh, I mean. It's, I don't know. I like. I mean, I remember he said that, but like me, I think it's more so. Uh, he could correct me. Uh, like you just want to live off of it passively. So like, not with well, me in the present. Like not necessarily to get all the way out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how quickly fiat is. Well, uh, crypto is going to be like accepted everywhere. So like, you still kind of need fiat. Like a lot of the maxis, they be like, oh, this is going to be the new currency. I don't know about it being a new 
currency. So like you still need some fiat. So I might have to sell some. You know what I'm saying? Just to just to live out here. But I just want to live out with passively, honestly. Like just so you think investing in it long term, but have just, just like my stocks. I got my long term joints. You know what I'm saying? And I got my joints that like just paying me. Kind of like we like to relate stuff to dating. You got your back in the day, you got your main joint, and then you got your you know what I mean? Your side pieces. all your money on that. Point. I only got my main joint. I ain't got nothing else. <laughs> well, he I said, said back, back in the day. day. Back in the day. I just so, basically I said back in the day. That's why I was with him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the the dial. Shout out Kimora. It's my baby. <laughs> the dial and stuff is going. <laughs> well, if it pay, if it pay for, if it pay me passively, I'm all for it. I'm saying to where I could. Just you know what I'm saying, be Gucci. But running running out of time, guys. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it with one last question. Um, nose and staking. Ah, that's too, too complicated. Too we might complicated. just gotta give away bait. You know you're getting a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks, thanks on the only bands, guys. We're, we're only we're only growing, you know. Teens and kills. Hey, dead stock is nothing but only bands. Go together, you know what I'm saying? Hey, go grill. But <laughs> um, well, we was talking about uh, how to. Thank you, 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 thank I like nose. Every day is a green day because I'm making money every day. So I'm not even caring no more about like what the price is on Bitcoin or whatever. Lately, I've been making like $200 a day. So nodes are just validators that help out the blockchain. Basically, uh, it's like a it's like a computer running receipts on all the transactions in the store or whatever. You could do it by hand if you wanted to. But a node is just like, you know what I'm saying, like a register or whatever. And for for me giving you the node, you kick me back some money every month. Tell the people the money, make it interesting. Uh, so I do strong nodes. Um, I have five nodes right now. I'm getting back 0.5 strong nodes. Strong right now is like $500. So every day I'm making $250 a day. So there's no uh, red days for teach. <laughs> every day is green. Sounds good over there does but all right so staking i tell always tell people staking is like your own it's like the bank like you stake it in like a protocol you know what i'm saying you got to do your research you know what i'm saying make sure they don't get rubbed but you stake it in a protocol and basically like your investment just like you doing a bank when it's in your savings account it's earning you interest you know what i'm saying but the interest in crypto sometimes can be crazy like we both of us staked in something called time and it's getting this on average between like 78 and like 85,000 it fluctuates mm. like 85,000 APY a year. Mm. So like in the short term, all right, it, the price might drop, but long term, it's still way better than the money sitting in your savings account and there are safer ones. So like even on crypto.com or well, Coinbase, you could stake your ETH mm. and you can get like 4.5% APY, which is in crypto world it's garbage. Yeah, it's boring. But, but in the real world, it's like, yo, you getting 4.5 APY. But your bank account, just go ask your bank. Call your bank. You listen to call your bank. Ask them what they get on your money a year. 
You know what I'm saying? They making so much money off of your money. They investing they lend, it. And they lending it. Like, if you need a loan, and I put my money in Wells Fargo, say B need a loan. You go to the bank, you basically borrowing my money. Mm-hmm. And they making, what's your interest rate on your mortgage? They get, you know what I'm saying? What's the average interest rate okay, on your mortgage? No, no, nah, nah, what's right, the average uh, interest rate on your mortgage? Right now, it's, right now it's like 3.25 right now. They getting that money, and they getting that times a million from a whole bunch of different people. They giving you point zero zero one percent. You flipping my money and I'm just Yeah. And if they find they find a guy like me with bad credit, they might get eighteen percent on the loan. Exactly. You gotta think about all the loans. You got mortgages, vehicle loans, all of that stuff. It's bad credit. If you go to the places like you know, we in the DMV so Eastern Motors, they about to give you twenty percent on your car. That's going to depreciate as soon as you drive it off the lot. So, like, they making all this money off you. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know what I'm saying, the protocols and stuff is, like, kind of like a game changer for, like, that's why it's, like, kind of, like, not forget the banks, but forget, forget the, the banks. Nah, banks garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, research, yeah. Uh, future of NFTs. Think they, they here to stay. They better learn. He hate the NFT. <laughs> he hate them. This is not the NFT. He hate them. He took put it put the camera on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have my, my, my ETH wallet, so he was able to he should have got the one free anyway, but he ended up getting an NFT for free. I don't know if he loves it. No, nah, that's the only that's the only cause NFTs where I'm at camp NFTs, they be like community, community, community. It's cool. The only community I like, Cyber Panthers right now. I like the psychedelic sauce. Shout out to them. Shout out to Sloss. It's a few other projects out there, but the only one I own personally is the Cyber Panthers because you're going in that. What they do, I like. Oh, if, if you go what to the NFT, is I guess. Yeah, real quick, what, the, what, what is an NFT? Oh, oh my God. Um, basically, it's just digital representation. That's all. It, it could be art. It could be a ticket for something. Music. Yeah, it could. I don't know. You got buy the NFT that lets you get one of these shoes. So it's just I don't know. Anything you want is digital and it has a digital receipt. That's all it is. But most NFTs are garbage. Uh, he's referring to the art world. They don't hold value. Um, I think the future of NFTs just depends on the usage. Yeah, utility. Yeah. It, it definitely depends on the utility. Instead of like. Like how we have to come in and say, yo, only bands podcast, you know what I'm saying? Give us our five percent or ten percent discount. You know, they could scan our NFT or whatever and be like, Oh, these are the guys. As long as you got this NFT, you get five percent or ten percent, whatever. Man. Twenty and twenty percent discounts is nice too. And <laughs> I gotta put this out here. I don't hate NFT because like yo, I really had somebody DM me. Well, actually he had tweeted like we was talking about the Spider Man movie. And he was like, yeah, you need an NFT to get into the movie. And he just said that, like, yeah, basically. <laughs> and somebody was like, I was like, oh, I said something. But then somebody mentioned me. was like, oh, you should have told him you need NFT music. And he would he would have really liked it even more. Yeah. <laughs> so, now nah, nah, I do let, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, it's all about utility and the usage. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, NFTs is cool, I guess. So, I real... Real quick, somebody had broken down to me. Uh, it was basically like you think about a picture, how people screenshot it and repost it. They 
they would be able to use it, but because it's recorded on something called the blockchain, the original person will still be able to get credit for it, and they'll still be able to track where it originally came from. So it's just, it's digital art, music, pictures, uh, a ticket, anything that's yeah. recorded on the blockchain that has a record um, for when it sells. You know, you can yeah, I mean, it. yeah, that's the thing, like, if you, like, I mean, people be making fun of it all the time. South Park just did a hilarious skit on it. But, like, yeah, you could, like, easily, like, I did it to tease. I think when he first got in the NFTs, I think that's the first thing I did. I was, like, he got his NFT paid. I don't know what he paid for it, but I, like, just saved it. No, I just saved it. And then I sent it to him. I said, yeah, I got one, too, bro. (laughs) So you couldn't sell it, though. Yeah. Couldn't make no money, though. So it's, like, with NFTs, though, like, how you said, it's recorded on the blockchain. So if I just save your, like, whatever your NFT is... Like I have no proof of on the blockchain that it's mine, but he has the yeah. proof that it's actually you know what I'm saying, it's actually yeah, his. that joint don't scan the disc stock DMV, like it's just a picture. You can't get no discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So uh I think my last question for y'all is gonna be uh crypto and coffee. Um, how did that come about? Um, how y'all feel about it, what's the future of it? And then also crypto and wine, is that going to be a regular thing for the West Coaster or for like, you know, the evening folks? So crypto and coffee was just something random I did. Like one day I was like, man, let me let me talk to the people because, you know, you could tweet, you could be on Instagram. But the thing with uh, tweeting and pictures, you can create a player, basically. You can't create personality. We've seen people create a lot of players and just be fakes. Yeah, so the people get to talk to us, they get to talk to me, they get to talk to Kells, and you see, these are real guys. Same way we're doing this video right now. Like, a lot of people can grow accounts. A lot of people can't be real. It's <laughs> <laughs> only one stock in crypto. Don't get scammed by the fake one. Facts. Nah, I mean, like I said, like, he just hopped on the spaces one day. I don't even know if I was a part of the first one. He might have just, I don't even think, was I in the first one? You probably missed the first five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, like, like how we talk about, I think, well, we talked about this part all the time. I don't ever listen to this guy. He probably told me, like, yo, Cal, come to spaces. I was like, bro, I'm not, you talking to, bro, I'm not coming to that. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, but then, like, I finally pulled up or whatever and, like, yeah, you know I'm saying I've been in there since. So crypto and coffee, like I don't think it's like no, we it's no plan for it. Like it's just it's just an extension of the pod. That's all. Yeah, you get only bands, you get crypto and coffee. We here forever. That's I mean, if Twitter Spaces would like to, you know, what I'm saying throw us a cut us a check. That would be nice because we be in there a lot. <laughs> I think I think Twitter Spaces, from what from what I see, it gives y'all a lot of validation. Yeah, you know I mean, and then also the different people that come in there and the network helps also strengthen the brand. And you know, it pushes people to the podcast, you know, if that's something they're gonna listen to. But like I said, it, it just lets them know that the guys, the the faces behind the brand, they really know what they're talking about. And it's not that y'all have to give them information, y'all build a community where other people, other experts are there to give it to the community. And that's why I like it. Like, I think that's the dopest thing about crypto and coffee because people be like, yo, yeah, y'all giving out gems, this, that, and the third. But all the time, like, well, like I, I will say this, me and teacher probably, both of us going to YouTube, we call it the YouTube lab. YouTube and like, we'll look up different things or whatever and be like, oh, what you looking up? And of course we send each other videos. But I'm like, well, I'm gonna go watch this. 
just so like the group could be like crypto coffee could be kind of like diverse and then on top of that it's kind of like people like like i said people tell us we giving out gems but we be like yo like shout out do- shout out psychedelic slum for the strong nose that's that's why i'm getting 250 right. a day shout out yeah shout out cream shout out chuck who does research like out the woohoo way more than us we send him stuff and be like yo yeah check it out go check it out tell us what you think and he dm us back like da, 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 da. then i will go check it out after he sent us some stuff but nah crypto coffee just dope like it's just i think it's just because we know how to like orchestrate a conversation yeah sure. i think y'all y'all great organizers of that uh show I need to get in this group chat, y'all got. This group chat sounds real expensive. Sounds like there's a lot of money in there. Wait, oh, <laughs> oh, nah, this is me and him texting. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What? Oh, uh, that's right. Oh, uh, yeah, we got, we got a lot. We got a lot, man. Oh, uh, that's just the the the, the co-host and host joint. They we be talking about. Oh, oh, let's cut him off. I'm, at, I'm at the other lunch table, just looking at them like. Come on, fellas. We eat the same food. No, nah, we here. We, we, <laughs> we all, all at the love. table. It's all love. It's but, all love. But yeah, we we gonna wrap it up. This might be the laptop. Well, not even might be. This is the longest episode we've ever had. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you hundred percent. Shout again, shout out to the sponsor, Deadstock DMV. We in Springfield Mall right now. Come check us out. You know what I'm saying? We got buy, sell, trade. All the clothes, your streetwear, everything you need. Shout out to the staff for giving us the gifts. Appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? We gotta do a TikTok before we leave. I wanna do one of those little cool ones. You, yeah. you throw something on and you get like a shoe on. Yeah. I wanna do one of those, but I directed that, you did. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, the joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, appreciate y'all. Shout out to the cameraman, no. We're gonna bring this YouTube content to y'all. He's gonna be man behind the camera for us. You know what I'm saying hey, we gotta work out them prices, but you know what we got. <laughs> you know what we gotta say now, right? Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube yes, channel. Sir. Yes, it's sir. a link Bye. down at the bottom. It's real guys here though, just so you know. Like T's oh. real, I'm real. You know what I'm saying? I can pitch myself. It's real guys Dead behind stock, it. Real, dead stop, real. We baked out. Getting there, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Best podcast in the land. Y'all you know saying? All right. Mike,